Welcome to It's Time to Love Yourself podcast. This is Huda and I am the Love Yourself Coach. My mission in life is to teach you how to go from struggling with being stuck in a shame spiral to truly loving yourself so you can show up in your life in your own authentic and most confident way. This is, I can't believe it, but it's the fourth episode of this podcast. And in this one, we will discuss the concept of self-loving kindness. And as you probably know, if you don't, if this is the first time that you're listening to any of the podcast episodes, I like to start episodes with asking clear and concise questions to help you really get an idea about the concept that we are going to discuss in the episode. And so here are the questions. So I have two questions for you. The first one is, do you treat yourself with kindness? Are you loving with yourself? If you have answered no to any of these two questions, then this episode was written and designed and recorded for you. So make sure to listen to the podcast episode until the end to learn more about how to develop self-loving kindness and what it means for you and how it will impact your life when you have it for yourself. So what does self-loving kindness means? I actually love the concept of loving kindness because it basically means being kind from a place of love. Let me give you an example to clarify that. Let's imagine that you love someone and you, so you have love for that someone and you are being kind to them. And probably the reason that you are being kind to them is because you have love for them. It goes without saying that when you love someone, you are kind to them. So this is why I said being kind from a place of love, being kind that stems from loving someone. And that actually also applies that to the connection that you have with yourself. When you are being kind with yourself, it's because you have love for yourself. Now that we defined what it means to what it means to have self-loving kindness, let me give you, let me share with you a framework that I developed after working with several of my clients and I realized how much the relationship that we have with ourselves is essential and is it's a big indicator of the relationship that we have with other people. So after working with a lot of my clients, I realized that what we miss the most and the key to us feeling more peace, more love and more joy in our life is to develop a loving connection with ourselves. And I developed a framework that includes working on four topics to have and to cultivate a self-loving connection. And those four topics are self-awareness, self-trust, self-respect, and self-loving kindness. Each one of the first four episodes that I've done on this podcast includes one of these topics that I defined and I've given you a a plan to cultivate those four topics 
for yourself and in your life. So you could go to any one of the of the first four episodes to listen to them and to know how to cultivate those things for yourself. So the topic of today's episode is about self-loving kindness. And since we have already defined it, what it means to have uh, self-loving kindness and how does that look like, I would like to share with you three clear steps that I've prepared for you to know how to cultivate self-loving kindness in your life. So the first parts of the three steps, so the first step actually is about shame. I believe that shame is a very big misunderstood topic that I think is not not discussed very often, but I have had shame in my life. I have, I've been shaming myself for a very long time. And I believe all of us shame ourselves, some of us without even realizing it. And I believe that until we bring the topic on the table about shame, I think that there is work to do around shame and around building a loving connection with ourselves. So understanding shame is essential and it's an essential ingredient for your healing and to develop a loving connection with yourself. And let me start by saying that shame is actually more of a process than a feeling. So When shame is active in your life, it's because there is a process that is active within yourself when you are actually shaming yourself. And I know this might come out as a shock for a lot of people and it took me a long time to realize that, but shame is more of a process than a feeling. And I believe that when we start seeing it more as a process, it really puts into perspective the patterns that are wrapped around the shame and the the identity that we've built around the shame and the many forms that shame takes in our lives. So what I wanted to say is that actually shaming ourselves is always, always a normal reaction to abnormal experiences that we've been through in life. So if you look at your life from start to up until now, up until your current life, then shame will make sense to you. You will start to realize and put the pieces together of why you shame yourself and why shame is so, so existent in your current life. And... I just want to say something before I move forward. Me saying that shaming ourselves is normal due to what we've been through does not mean I bypass the impact or the struggle that each one of us has with shame. No, it's me saying and stating very clearly that shame is very impactful and it's a normal reaction to the experiences that we've been through. I wanted to say that. I wanted to state that very clearly very clearly there's a difference between saying it's a normal reaction to what we've been through and saying uh, shame is here and we are shame is here and it's not that bad and it's not a struggle and I think there is a difference between stating where it's coming from and saying it's not that big of a deal I know it's that big of a deal because I believe that each one of us struggle with shame deep inside 
even if some of us don't even realize it. So what can you do with shame now that you are aware of it, now that you have noticed it? So I believe that the first step to, to, to do to deal with shame is to start see it, seeing it as a process, like I said, not a feeling. So when the shame is active in us, in our lives, it means that we are actively going through a process of shaming ourselves. And that takes many forms. Some examples of that are when you criticize yourself, when you doubt yourself or your abilities, when you look for external validation, when when you stay in a toxic relationship because you think that you deserve how you are treated, even if you are treated badly. The second thing to do to deal with shame is to work through shame by first, notice the patterns that stem from shaming yourself. Like I've given in the examples to give you more of a clear idea about what that means. So sit with yourself and notice and if you can take a pen and paper and write down each pattern that you have and that you feel that it comes from shame. Secondly, and with time and you working on yourself actively, you'll notice and start to put the pieces together about the identity that you've built around shame. Third thing to do with shame is to celebrate each change that you put in place, each different action that you choose to do for yourself to break free from the impact of shame on yourself. I think this is a very important thing to have and to keep in mind. It's super essential to remember to celebrate each little, sometimes not so little, thing that you do for yourself. Each time that you choose to do something different for yourself, I think it's cause for celebration. And before moving forward to the second part of the plan I've set for you to cultivate self-loving kindness... I want to say something that I think is very important and I'm going to give you a an honest feedback around working through shame. I am not going to lie. I mean, I, I, I've never lied <laughs> on my account or even on here on the podcast, but I want to say it very clearly. Working through shame takes time. And yes, it depends on each person's situation each person each person's experiences in life yes but i want to remind you that it's okay if it takes time because shame in most cases is very ingrained within who you are so it really takes time to understand it fully and to really understand the impact that it has on your life But what I can promise you is that working on shame will lead you into healing who you are from the inside out. Now that we've talked about the first step on how to cultivate self-loving kindness, which was around shame, I've given you uh, three steps to work through shame. Now we are going to move into the second step of the plan that I've set for you to cultivate self-loving kindness and it's around the practice of being kind to yourself. And here I have an exercise for you. It's a very simple exercise. Well, it's a very clear exercise, but it's not that simple. I am aware of that. But 
even if it's not simple, you are you are able to do this exercise. You can definitely do it. So I want you to, each time that you notice when you start to talk to yourself in a bad way, when you start to criticize yourself or to shame yourself, I want you to notice it and to say something kind to yourself. You don't have to challenge the thoughts that you think about yourself. I'm not saying challenge them. I'm not saying replace them. I am merely saying notice the thoughts that you have about yourselves. Notice how you talk to yourself. And at the same time, say something kind to yourself. Practice this exercise. Do it multiple times and reflect on how it makes you feel. And let me know how it made you feel, if you want. If that makes you feel great, I would love to know how it made you feel. So up until now, I've shared with you two steps to cultivate self-loving kindness. And those steps are around shame. The first step was around shame. The second step was around the practice of being kind to yourself. And the third step is around the practice of accepting the discomfort that you will feel during your healing process. I am going to state this very clearly again. I think you have understood by now that I love stating things very clearly because I believe that it's important to give you the real picture, the real idea about how things go in the healing process rather than lie to you and embellish them and just tell you a 1% about how things go really in the healing process. I believe that it's more respectful to you to tell you the truth about the healing process and I believe it's more beautiful to see the truth as it is than to really embellish it and sugarcoat it. So the third step was around practicing the discomfort, the acceptance of discomfort that you will feel during the healing process. So you don't have to wait until you don't shame yourself anymore to start being kind to yourself. You could start being kind to yourself today in very simple ways and I'm just gonna say this you will feel uncomfortable the first times that you start talking kindly to yourself and it's normal it's not a reason to stop being kind to yourself by the way it's not a reason it's a normal reaction if you are learning if you are just starting to be kind to yourself it's a normal reaction but it's not a reason to stop being kind to yourself you probably will get questions from people around you that will you that will notice changes in you and in the way that you talk about yourself and to yourself and again it's not a reason to stop talking kindly to yourself or about yourself discomfort is not a reason for you to stop healing your relationship with yourself so before ending this episode i want to leave you with some journal prompts that you could use to really have a picture and an idea about the version of yourself that is already kind to herself so here are the prompts that i want to leave you with i would like you to sit with yourself and to ask yourself these questions Picture a version of you that is already kind to herself and think to yourself, how does she treat herself? How does she talk to herself? How does she talk about herself? How does she see herself? I would like you to really take time to think about those questions and the version of you that is already kind to herself and to think about really what are her thoughts about these questions? How, do, how would she respond to these questions? I believe that answering these questions will really give you some reflective 
answers, reflective uh, things, things to reflect on, and some food for thoughts. And so here we are approaching the end of this episode. I hope that this episode was helpful to you and I hope that it helped you really have more of an idea of what it looks like to cultivate a loving connection with yourself and how to cultivate a loving kindness with yourself more specifically. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. Bye!